like this are fun because you never know if you have three minutes or 15, I guess. So we'll try to build things in layers so that however long we have, we can try to be as, as productive as possible. We spoke in the last, uh, last week about the world of Bittal Torah, in particular in the thought of the Gra, the severity of Bittal Torah in terms of how he lived his life, uh, the manner in which he was able to attribute many things towards Bittal Torah, um, his pshat and Sefer Imri Noam about the person Yifatri from Maisav, so assume it's a lack of Torah, which contributes to your lack of understanding of what's off. Um, so that, that we spoke about. In, in the world of Torah Sachasidus, so the, the sugya of Bittal Torah is a fascinating one, and, and one finds different perspectives. Uh, in the world of Torah Sachasidus, so the one who's most associated with a very, very machmir sort of approach to the whole sugya of Yediyas HaTorah and Chiv of Talmud Torah is the Alter Rebbe of Chabad in the Shulchan Aruch HaRav. That, that some understand that it's, like, it's almost as if uh, that the Gra and Rechaim Velazhner were exceptionally nervous about Torah Sachasidus, in particular the way they related to serious Talmud Torah. And the Alter Rebbe in Shulchan Aruch HaRav in many ways is like a response to that in terms of the severity of his perspective on Bittal Torah. He points out in Shulchan Aruch HaRav and Hilchos Talmud Torah, exchange mitzvahs Talmud Torah, it's like Talmud Torah is, corresponds to all of the mitzvahs, so, so too the Onesh is Chamor, he quotes the Maimur Chazal, Mikdash Rishon, Gash Baruch could forgive on some level, Avodazara, Gilerayas, and Shvichas Damim, but he couldn't forgive Bittal Torah, as the Gemara says in Mesachas Nadarim, commenting on the Pasuk, on Ma'av Daharetz, Al Azvam Es Torasi, that it's the, it's the lack of Torah which in many ways generated something about Chorva. The, the Alter Rebbe is so machmir about Bittal Torah that he thinks that the Chiyav is so, is so intense that he puts it in the category of things that are Bechol Yom, that people many times a day violate this Isser Bittal Torah. He therefore suggests for the Shmona Esrei Perish Hamilim people amongst us that that's actually Pshat in the Bracha that we say in Shmona Esrei during the day of Slach Lanu Avinu. That, 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 that we have this sort of vidoy on our sins. Why are we confessing three times a day? What exactly is going on in that bracha? So says the Alter Rebbe, this is in Tanya, in Perekhaf Hei, Ulazet tiknu bircha slach lanu shalos pa'amim b'chol yom, al avon bitol Torah, she'ein adam nitzel mimenu b'chol yom. That people every single day are able to, uh, are, are not fully fulfilling that. Ukumo ha-tamid, that we'd offer the carbon tamid every day on bitol mitzvah saseh. So it's a consistent, a consistent sort of, uh, a, a, a consistent tshuva which takes place every day with Slach Lanu. The Alter Rebbe, interestingly, as we point out sometimes, is more machmir about the Chiv of Talmud Torah than is of Chaim Velazhner in at least one respect. Uh, the Mishnah tells us, that a person is not allowed to forget. A person is not allowed to forget their, their Torah. So Chaim Velazhner in the Sefer Keser Rosh, the Kor of Chaim Velazhner, that Isser does not apply nowadays. Nowadays there is no Isser. If you forget, if you forget Torah, that once the Gemara says the Mesechus Gidnam Daf Samech, that you're allowed to write down Torah. There's, there, there's no Isser to forget Torah. Briskerav in parts of Yashanan has a Mahal explaining that. But the Alt Rebbe of Chabad understands that Mishnah Kipshuto, that a person's Chiv of Talmud Torah applies not only to the amount of time that you're learning, but it also refers to the quality of your learning and your retention of the learning afterwards is also part of that particular part of that particular chiyav. And in that sense, built into tefillah is this constant slach lanu avinu for the bittal Torah, for the lack of learning, which on some level appears to appears to be taking place. It's interesting. There are a couple, I think, very very uh, fascinating Torahs here. In particular, you have some by by by, by the Baal Shem. 
by the nature of Bittal Torah, whereas the Alter Rebbe very much played up the significance of Talmud Torah, wrote Hilchos Talmud Torah in the way that he did. Many of the Hasidim were certainly accused of downplaying uh, the significance of Torah relative to, uh, relative to others. Um, and, and one finds some intriguing Torahs, intriguing Torahs uh, that relate to Bittal Torah. One is a comment to the Baal Shem in Parshat Mitzorah. Uh, we'll see if we have time to do that, really. And then there's a comment of, of the Nolmei Melech of Parshat Mishalach. The Baal Shem writes in Parshat Mitzorah, it's an interesting idea because it comes up all the time. A person may want to learn sometimes in life, or a person may want to be davening in a certain kind of way sometimes in life. And then you turn around and what you discover is suddenly you are unable to. That something comes up that is beyond your control and the learning I wanted to learn, so I'm not able to because of some sort of requirement that happened to present itself. It's in from the Sefer Toltak of Yosef, the great Talmud of the Balshem. To be arti, shivisi Hashem lenegdi samid. That we quote in Shulchan Aruch and Simon Aleph that Hashem should always be in front of me. So gamhu nigdiuso bitol Torah utfila. Sometimes Hashem is almost like opposed to me. I want to go learn. I want to go daven. There's bonus olam. There's something there which like prevents me from being able to learn and being able to daven in the right in the right way. Even if there's an opposition, like bittol Torah or tefillah, oshu roa davar mechuar mechavero yitain daito shakohom ehashem yisbarach litorah. So I should I, I should have the perspective that even if there needs to be bittol Torah, this is a very Balshem kind of idea. Torah is of paramount importance, but when there is bittol Torah, let's say I can't learn for whatever reason, not as a sin with Slach Lanu, but something comes up and I'm unable to learn. So my orientation sometimes can be one of great frustration. I want to be able to learn. I want to be able to tap into the Koach and the power of Torah. But what ends up happening as a, as a result is sometimes it, it can be very flustering. Says the Baal Shem, no, even if Hashem is Lenegdi, is opposed to me, even if their bonus Olam appears to not be working with me right now, that's not That's not true. Sivisi Hashem, Hashem is always there. Hashem is always in control, and in that sense, whatever is taking place is a message from Hashem. And my job and my and my role is to elevate Rebbeinu Shalom. It's not elevate Is to elevate the, through the world of Torah and Mitzvos in as in as good a way as a person as a pos, as a person possibly can. So that's at least again the Chumrah of Bittel Torah and Shulchan Aruch Harav for the Baal Shem is what about if there is Bittel Torah beyond your control. So then the way that I would look at that is that whatever's happening at that time, why you can't learn, so that is where I am supposed to be in terms of being Obed Hashem. That is much harder to work on if a person's not so ambitious in Talmud Torah, I haven't internalized the values of Shulchan Aruch Harav, so then if something comes up and I can't learn, not the biggest deal at all in the world. But if you are very committed to Talmud Torah, and you really want to be very, very successful, and I want to sit and I want to learn, and then suddenly something comes up, and suddenly I'm not able to, and that experience can be very frustrating, so says the Baal Shem, that's also a message from Hashem Yisbarach, and part of our goal also is being able to worship, being able to be ovate in the way in the way that we are that we are able to. That becomes something which is very, very important. Interestingly, this significance of the role of Talmud Torah and the chashivas of learning is, is also manifest itself for, for the Nomei Melech um, in a particular mitzvah. There's mitzvah to Oraisa in Parshas B'Shalach, Parshas Kiseitze, Zachar Esa Shirasa Lecha Amalek. First, has an obligation to remember, to remember Mechias, Mechias Amalek. That's interesting. Derek Hagen Rodens, I pointed out this week, uh, in a fascinating Ha'ara that most Rishonim, if you would have asked me if I was counting the mitzvos, so there are some Rishonim that count two mitzvahs, Zechir Samalek and Mechiyas Samalek. 
uh, chronologically, Zechiris Amalek Lechorah should be counted before Mechias Amalek. It's prior to the Psukim, and logically, you remember prior to destroying, which by many we've shown him to think the purpose of Zechiris Amalek is in order to destroy. Rodzai pointed out that in Lashon Harambam, the Rambam and Sefer Mitzvah is actually counted Mechias Amalek before Zechiris Amalek, which seems to highlight on one level the role of remembering Amalek, even if it's not just about so that you can destroy. There's a toelas in remembering Amalek. That mitzvah of Zechiras Amalek says the says the Rebbe Melech quoting Gemara Masechet Babakama, Vayechus Shlosha Yamin Below Mayim. That prior to Amalek coming, we went three days without Mayim in Mayim El Torah. That as a result, below Torah of Aydezeb Ba Amalek Vilachim Biyisrael. That Amalek attacks us by virtue of the fact that we were not there and that we were not learning the way that we were supposed to. Uvazer Ramzalanu Torah. That a person should never go three days without learning. Now the Shulchan Harav is much more intense than that. Shulchan Harav is that a person has to learn literally, you know, all the time is a daily three times a day slachlanu. But at minimum, there's an extra severity if a person goes three days without Mayim, three days without Torah. That the Yitzhahara gets very powerful if a person's not infused with Torah. And therefore, a person should always be. Meaning, even though it gets more severe after three days, one of the significances of Talmud Torah, quoting here from the Gemara in Mesachas, in Mesachas, referencing Lechora, the Gemara Mesachas Kedushin, Barasi Yitzhahara, Barasi Torah Tavlin, that, 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 that the Torah has a response in many ways to the Yitzhahara, and if a person's not learning, that's a problem. V'zehu zachar asher asa. That, that the reason why a Malik had Shaykhas that caused to come was as a result of the Bithal Torah that was present. As a result of that, that's what generated on some level one of the uh, one of the real one of the real challenges. That's why the response to strengthen is Dafka is Dafka through is Dafka through Talmud Torah, which is something which is very, very powerful. That's one of the reasons why this is one of the, the, the one of the contexts. You know, Kriyasa Torah is Talmud Torah Dirabim. Kriyasa Torah isn't just learning that a person can do independently. The structure, the Takana of Moshe, the Takana of Ezra, of Kriyasa Torah, is a Talmud Torah derabim, is a communal Talmud Torah. And that form of communal Talmud Torah, of Talmud Torah, uh, of Talmud Torah derabim, becomes incredibly important. The absence of the Talmud Torah derabim generated Amalek back then. And the mitzvah of Zachar is to remind us of the intensity and the power of quality Talmud Torah because of the capacity of that to be able to transform and to be able and to be able to to uplift. In that sense, you have a little bit of a range of views in Torah Chassidus in terms of the way they relate to Bittal Torah. Shulchan Harav in very very intense ways. The Baal Shem in his almost like comforting view. And they're all mutually exclusive. Comforting view when Bittal Torah happens to happens to present itself. But certainly the severity of it, the severity of it in a Zacharas as Asherah Salacharamalek to make sure that we are cognizant and aware of the severity of all of of all of those things. That does relate in Torah Chassidus, we're not going to think about this now, but different perspectives in Baal Shem, in that Gemara and Brachos on Daphne we quoted last time. If a person sees that Yisurin or Banalav, Yisbib Fatit and Maisa, a person examine their actions, they examine their actions and don't find something, so Yitlab Vital Torah, assume it's Torah, if not, assume it's Yisurin Sha'ava. So they, they also, in many ways, identify that Gemara and Brachos as noting the singular nature of Talmud Torah, that Bital Torah is really what generates a, a, a tremendous amount, some overlap. Um, in different directions, but again, the chumrah of it is very, very real, the intensity of it is very, very present, and, and to be able to be cognizant of it is great. What's interesting is that the anecdotes, you have about some chassidim, the anecdotes in terms of their relationship to uh, their relationship to Talmud Torah, but, but not what you have with the grah, as far as the pure intensity, that, that there is other points of emphasis in Torah's chassidus, that everyone believes in the importance of Torah, everyone believes in the importance of Tveikas, for the grah, 
uh, one, one gets the impression that it was a dominant, dominant, you know, even just quantitatively and qualitatively. In, in, in Torah Chassidus, in Yanim of Dveikas, perspectives in terms of integration um, and things like that, tends to be, uh, tends to be uh, what is, again, uh, intriguing. Well, I, I'm nervous that there are, I see the moles already there holding the baby, so I'm just wondering we'll stop now to make sure that in case they're waiting, they're not going to be uh, able to.